guys and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Thursday, April 30th, 2020, the last day of April. We made it through a full calendar month of lockdown and quarantine. It's been about a month and a half of this, but here we are turning the page to the month of May starting tomorrow. Let's try to uh, move along and and make some small progress as, as we move forward with this thing. Wishing everyone the best out there. It's been uh, a fun month of interviews and stories and memories here on the Get Home Safe podcast. I've really enjoyed all of the guests that we have brought on. Really great catching up with all of them. Thanks again to Bill Barnes for his weekly appearance yesterday. It was definitely a lot of fun and looking forward to talking to him again next week as he makes his weekly appearance on the Get Home Safe podcast. Thanks again, Bill. Today we have Jason Hike on the program. He is a former college football official. I say former just because he and I are not really working college football right now, or high school football for that matter. But we uh, we both uh, you know are contemplating we return to it. We're just doing other things right now. Jason is doing great work in the Hollywood area with a men's recovery program. We'll let him tell you all about that. But Jason and I were uh, crewmates for a long time, coming up through the ranks. Worked at the college level at a couple different levels on crews and worked with his dad for a little bit. And it was just a lot of fun. We were always the young guys on the crew. So we had a little different perspective than some of the veterans. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we started up a little bit too. Just a lot of fun. It's going to be great to catch up with him here shortly. As always, guys, you can follow the Get Home Safe podcast in many ways. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram account that are called the Get Home Safe podcast or Get Home Safe podcast, I should say. Our Twitter handle is GetHomeSafePod, and if you need to email us, you can do so at GetHomeSafePodcast at Yahoo.com. There's many platforms to listen to. Anchor is the best app to listen to the Get Home Safe Podcast, but we appreciate any listenership. We hit that 1,000 plays mark recently and could not be more proud of that. A lot of people are listening to the program on other avenues of, of apps and, and diff, different places they get their podcasts. So we, we are happy with that. We're, however you listen to the program is much appreciated. And, and definitely cheers to you for, for helping us reach 1,000 plays. We're going to try a few things different. As I mentioned yesterday, we're going to take out some of the music, maybe bring in some, some uh, music in the background or stuff like that. We're just going to play around with it, so bear with us. We're, we're trying to, to do some sponsorship segments now to kind of, uh, you know, gain a little, uh, may, may, maybe gain a little monetarily from this thing. We're going to see where it goes. And if, and if things aren't working out, we'll go back to some of the old format. But that's kind of what we have in store for now. Looking forward to Chris Gonzalez on the program tomorrow, a former minor league baseball umpire. Worked uh, in the AAA level before uh, moving into college baseball. He was my partner in the 2012 season of the California League, so he'll tell you all about that fun season. But right now we're going to go to our guest of the day, Jason Hike. Looking forward to our conversation, so please enjoy. Okay, we are joined on the program today by a very good friend of mine, a former colleague, Jason Hike. He now lives in Hollywood. He's doing great work with the San Fernando Valley Rescue Mission, 
working in the men's recovery program. He's a former college football official and a very good friend of mine. So, Jason, welcome to the program. Hey, Matt. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. What's going on, man? How's life treating you in this uh, crazy time we're in? Uh, you're telling me, man, uh, being out here in Hollywood, um, it's been, I mean, crazy doesn't begin to, to describe it, but yeah, it's um, crazy. It's already crazy in Hollywood, but this is taking it to a whole new level. That's for sure. Wow. And, and Jason, I mentioned it already, but I'll let you kind of tell more about what you're doing out uh, in your career and, and what's a passion of yours. Um, you, you live in Hollywood, but you work over by the mission. Is that correct? So what, what can you tell us about some of the work you're doing? Yeah, so I work for the San Fernando Valley Rescue Mission, um, and they're obviously up in the San Fernando Valley. Um, they, the, the mission has been a family, um, a family shelter, so families that are, that are experiencing homelessness. Um, they, there's a shelter that's run out of Northridge, out of the valley, um, and just in the last six months, we've opened up a men's recovery program uh, right here in Hollywood, in the heart of East Hollywood. Um, and that's where I work. And um, so I have uh, been, I've helped to to um, open this men's recovery program and get it on its feet. Um, and so now we are, we're a 10 bed shelter um, that is just trying to help guys uh, that were much like myself that were um, homeless or on the verge of being homeless um, and needing to get their lives back together. So um yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been doing for just about seven, eight months now. Well, it sounds like you're doing wonderful work and you're really being a, a light for people who are kind of in a dark time. And, you know, knowing you as long as I've known you, you've always been a positive guy uh, when, when we've spent time on the field together and just we've had some great conversations. So I couldn't be prouder, man, of the work you're doing. It, it sounds like it's it's just a, a wonderful thing out there in Hollywood. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a journey. Uh, all, all the glory to God. Um, there's none of this stuff I could have done on my own. Um, but uh, it's been a pretty fun, fun little journey coming from those years of us on the road, going to those football games and uh, and getting into the the trouble that we were getting into, and to to now now doing doing what I'm doing now. It's been it's been a real, it's been a blast. It's been really good. Well, let's go back to some football officiating, Jason. You you come from a football officiating family. Uh, your father was an official. Uh, we had the privilege to all work together for a while. Your brother's a, a football official. He's really pursuing his career and doing great things. So what can you tell me about being a, a member of the Hike family and just uh, the very beginning of your officiating journey? Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back as far as I can remember. Um you know, my dad, um, being a single father and, and taking his two little boys to all his football games, uh, I remember being in the back of his Mazda B3000, you know, with a camper shell in the back and a mattress pad in the back. And my brother and I, we would go to all every single one of his games and run around on the sidelines. We were either be, you know, the ball boy, if we were lucky enough to be the ball boy, or um, just running around and screwing around um, and then like passing out, you know, in the back of the truck on the drive home. Um, so yeah, <laughs> football, football has been, you know, my life uh, as far as I could remember. And um, 
some of the best memories I ever had, you know, were, were on the field watching my dad, watching all those, all those games. And, um, so yeah, it was just kind of like a natural progression when, uh, my brother and I both got, got of age that, um, we were going to be football officials. So it was, uh, it was pretty rad. Uh, you know, it started out in the beginning, just being a, um, a means of, of making money as like teenage kids, you know, with no jobs, um, <laughs> And my dad being the uh, Pop Warner assigner, he was, you know, you, you need to get your butt out there on the weekends and make some money, start making some money. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it started out like that. Um, and for me, it, it grew into something that I that I absolutely love to do um, right away. And, um, yeah, I just had this uh, this relationship with it that, like, that went from, from something that I felt like it was just, I had to do it into something that I, that I love to do and I really wanted to do and, and to pursue. And, um, I think I really had a knack for it. Uh, and I, I didn't really know just how, how, how good I was or, or I didn't appreciate, uh, the role that really was in my life. Gotcha. And, and I'm sure anyone who's officiated before knows how, special it can be how you can get the bug you can get that itch but then to do it with family members it's just got to be so much fun and uh, you know before we kind of move into your officiating career um you went to was it uh, alta loma high school is that correct yes sir yep Home of the Braves. and did, did were you go break and did you ever play football jason i never asked you uh, I played my freshman year. I played okay. a lot of grab ass on the sidelines. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was my position. Well, you yeah. know, what's funny is, is so many people, you know, in, in all levels of officiating, any sport, you know, there's people that have never played the game really. And then there's people that have played it a ton and it doesn't necessarily mean one way or another that you're going to be, a better official or have a better, better feel for the game necessarily. There's, there's a truth to it on both sides. So I've, I've come across officials who never played, but are great officials. I've come across officials who have been uh, all stars and all, all these uh, all CIF and big time college players, and they're not very good officials. So it's just, it's not necessarily about your background all the time, as far as your on field performance. It's, it's just about, you know, getting it right. I mean, right. you know, you, you wanted to officiate and not having really played much of it, you were still hungry to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more of uh, your mentality and uh, your, you know, your person, your, your people, person skills, right. I mean, that's the gift that you've always had of just, you know, you could walk into a room and make conversation with, with guys and just, you're somebody that pe people can relate to and just, and to talk to. And so I think that that's a huge deal is uh, people respect you as a person um, and you're able to handle yourself in, uh, especially out in the football field where, you know, emotions <laughs> can get pretty high pretty quick. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you know, athletes, uh, I think the part where they can naturally just slide into the officiating role is, um, it's just having the athletic ability. I think that's a, mm -hmm. that's a huge deal, and that's something that that you know they want to they're looking for in this day and age is is somebody that looks the part, right? And um, and so if you if you've been an athlete all your life, and uh, you know it just seems like uh, to the eye, the eye test, you know, you getting out on the field that passes the eye test right away. 
but oh sure uh, oh sure as Absolutely. far as as far as um i don't know making something making a uh, a name for yourself as far as like being somebody that the guys want to work with you know uh that's a big deal to me and um and i think that's just comes from your personality and your people skills definitely and and jason you you graduated high school you um you've been a california boy i'm sure growing up and then and then you went to college at northern arizona university and while you were in arizona you uh did a little bit of football officiating out there uh you know so what what was that like maybe the differences or just the two different experiences in the two different states yeah um so i had i had um the joy of going to a, a football camp uh, right before I went to, I moved to Arizona and it was a national camp. And that's where I met a, a lot of guys, a couple of guys that lived in Phoenix, Arizona. And, um, and so when I moved to Arizona, I reached out to those guys. And, um, and so I was able to, I lived in Phoenix for a year. Uh, and so I worked one season in Phoenix um, and, and then I moved up to Flagstaff from there. And so um, Arizona is like a, uh, it's a statewide association. So um, people, you know, they know each other statewide. So uh, when I moved up there, it was, it was kind of a, an easy transition um, to move up there and to get plugged in with guys up there. Um, but man, talk about culture shock. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Going from a city like Phoenix, you know, which is similar to, to L.A., uh, but then going up to northern Arizona and you're talking about driving two and a half hours out into the Indian reservation for a, J for a lower level football game um, and, you know, not knowing, spending more time, double the amount of time on the road than you do on the field. I mean, that that was a trip. That was uh, I had a lot of good memories from that. I mean, it was a good way to keep to get myself through college, um, you know, making money. Let's be honest, it was a lot of beer money, um, but uh, it was a great way to get through college. And uh, that's where I started doing baseball because up there um, they were hurting for officials in all sports. And so once they found out that I could do football, they said, well, how do you feel about baseball? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got my feet wet and uh, doing baseball, started doing baseball. Well, let's talk about baseball a little bit, Jason. You know, you uh, you did a little high school baseball here in in California, also. I remember we actually worked a game together. I think there was a one of the first time we met. You, uh, I don't know if you borrowed a jacket or something from. I can't. Re I, I, I remember did. rolling high school for yes. some reason. You remember that? Yes, yes. I was freezing <laughs> my ass off, and it was the, my first time ever working with the Matt Hershma. And, oh, stop! And you were like, what? You're like, where's your jacket? And I said, what jacket? And you go, and you go, oh, God. here, hold on. And you open up your trunk and you're like, put this thing on. You're going to freeze to death. <laughs> uh, that was great. That, yeah, that was the first time we, we had met. Yeah. Oh, man, uh, good times. And then, you know, you know what, buddy? We, we worked a ton of football together. It was such an honor to work with you for a couple years on a community college crew. Also on a NCAA Division three crew, we both got to the same level. We 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 kind of came up together, if you will. And neither mm -hmm. of us officiate football anymore. But I got to tell you, friend, my friend, it was it was a great ride, especially coming up through the ranks with you. Yeah, it was a blast. I mean, um, 
you know, that after meeting you on the baseball field that one time that you saved my ass and then to think all those other times where I had to save your ass. I mean, (laughs) it's, uh, it was a fun, it was a fun ride. Uh, We had a blast, man. That's for sure. Yeah. We got to work a a division one double a game together. We we worked at uh, division three together and, you know, I can definitely say this as a, as a humble guy, but Jason and I were definitely the personalities of of the crews we were on. And a lot of that had to do with the white hats letting us uh, with free reign, I'll say. And and your dad was a big part of that of all the people I've ever worked with your father, Perry, he, he was such a commanding presence. He, He let his guys do what they needed to do, but he also expected a lot from them, from us. And right. uh, you know what? I, I, I don't know if I've ever worked with someone who managed a game with the authority that he did, especially with players. I mean, he would just, he just did not take anything from anybody. If he, the moment he started to see a game start to slip away from the crew, he'd snap it right back into attention. And he was just so much fun to work with at the college level, man. And, and just with you and, we had so many fun memories, but what was it like working with your dad after watching him all those years and then working with him at the college level? Yeah. I mean, when I look back, that's, you know, that's like one of the fondest uh, stories that I ever tell people about how, how much I just love football fishing was when you and I, you know, were going up the ranks in high school and then um, finally, you know, made the jump into junior college ball. We, um, my dad at the time was, you know, in the the twilight of his career, if you will, and um, and he decided to take a step back from from, you know, working the D three ball and step down and do junior college just so he could work with me, and that was like one of the, you know, just the sweetest things that I could could have imagined because here I was, you know, afraid sort of to get into college ball, but then to be able to do it with with my dad. Um, was pretty awesome and then of course he being who he is got to pretty much hand pick his crew and uh for him to put me and you and and Clayton Croft together um you know who just became like the best like three little buddies um <laughs> it, it was just an absolute right and um yeah I mean and to see my dad out there and just to see him work and and we worked a, a good fair amount of, of high school games together and you know, um, that was fun. And I've gotten to work, you know, we got to work with me and my dad and my brother on, on a couple of games. And that was really sweet. But to have, you know, two full seasons that we had with, you know, all of us together and, and um, you know, he and I drive into every single game together and just being able to spend that time together was, was uh, priceless. You can't put a price on that. I mean, that's, um, that was uh, really special. Yeah, I, I I can't even imagine. I mean, just sharing those moments with the family, especially your dad, after looking up to him all those all those years, and it's just it's amazing, man. And you're one of the only father son uh, combos that that I that I knew of or got to experience. I know officiating has a lot of that, especially in the football side. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You're speaking to your dad. One last thing about your dad. He was uh he he officiated everything. He he was football, basketball, and baseball. And oh, yeah. you, know, you did baseball and I did some basketball games with him too. And it was the same thing. It was a smaller crew, but that guy had con- total control of his games. It was great. And so my question yeah. to you is Jason, 
is why you never set foot on the basketball court. <laughs> you know, I did, I did a little bit in high school. I would go back to my junior high and work some, you know, some junior high basketball games. And I don't know. I, I love playing basketball. There's so, like, I love to play basketball, but there's something about officiating basketball that I just never really could get into. And um, I just never had like the heart for it, I guess. Um and and then to see my my dad now like both both knee both of his knees are being reconstructed, uh, I'm a little I'm happy now that I didn't get onto the, that hardwood court you know because that's a lot of wear and tear on your body, oh, yeah. you know. Some of those guys who cherish our cherish our knees and I don't want I didn't want to I don't know but if I had if I had to to say I think it just wasn't like there wasn't a passion for it like I did in in football um, and in baseball. You know, I've worked football in a while, Jason, you haven't either. And, and, you know, we've moved on to, to other things and I'm focusing on baseball more now. And, and what has life been like uh, after, since uh, football's been over for you, you've, you've gone, you've gone a different route and been pursuing some other great things. And yeah, just what's life been like after football? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, um, I'll just go ahead and and uh, and tell you, like my my life just drastically changed after the uh, the 2017 football season, and um, and my my life had been going down a pretty dark road uh, in terms of of uh, my drinking and and you know we had a good time. We talked about all the all the uh, on the field, off the field stuff with. Uh, in terms of football officiating and, and sports officiating, but um, I think a big a big part of it is is drinking, or it was for me. Uh, it was drinking. It was always like that was always something that that we had, um, or that I always just had in my mind. You know, of like, man, after this game, I can't wait to go have a, a, a nice cold one. You know, and um, and that was kind of uh, the way it was all growing up for me. And um, yeah, after it. You know that 2017, 2017 season um, was just really hard on me. It wasn't because of the season football; it was everything else in life. And um, and then my life kind of uh, took a turn for the worse at the end of the season. And um, uh, I had to make a decision. I had to do something. I was I was at a pretty dark place in my life, and I had lost my job, and I was. Uh, just not a good place. And, and, uh, so I reached out to a friend of mine who I know who had, uh, gotten sober. Um, and he lived out here in Hollywood and, um, he literally asked me where I was. I gave him the address and he came and picked me up and, and, um, just like that, he, he brought me out to Hollywood and, um, uh, flipped my head on, flipped my life on its head, you know, just like that. And so, um, I moved out to Hollywood and, uh, I got sober and um uh, just uh really found a new kind of a new calling in life and uh and um i decided to to not live life for myself anymore i i uh, turned my life over to god and um and started living for for a higher purpose and so um it's been 3 years now um and through that process i've uh um, got connected with a church and uh, got connected with 
um, this rescue mission. And um, I've been working, for, like I said, for this rescue mission for about seven, eight months. And um, and so what we're doing out here is really something special. I think um, really helping guys that a lot of guys, we, we, uh, we're hooked up with the jails. So we have um, chancellors in, in jails that, um, that are vetting guys for us to get into our program to help them get sober and get their lives back. Um, and it's been something that, that I feel like God has really called me to do. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been something really special. And, um, especially, I mean, right now with what's going on in the world, um, and this pandemic, um, I feel like we're in the right place at the right time and, and really just, uh, wanted to do all that we can to help people that are in need, um, so, you know, in the last three weeks, we've, uh, at the rescue mission, we decided um, that they're, you know, we we're trying to find something, something we could do to, to help the people in need. And, and so what, um, I, I can't take much credit for this. I got the director of the San Fernando Valley Rescue Mission, Daniel Master Leonardo. He, uh, he came up with this idea of opening up this, uh, this pop-up pantry. And so for the last three weeks, we've been partnering with um, all different kinds of uh, organizations, council member John Lee, and, um, and we've, we've opened up this food pantry where uh, we've been handing out grocery bags uh, full of food to families that are in need. And, and it's been really something special um, that I've been blessed to be a part of and um, you know, all the glory to God, uh, but, you know, the rescue mission and, and all the partners, all its partners, um, it's been really something, something good to see, to, to see all these people come together and to give all these food donations to help these families that are in need. So that's been really sweet. Jason, I really got to tell you, man, your work is very inspiring. Every time I see you on Instagram or Facebook and all the smiles uh, you bring to others and the smiles of yourself, just smiling, being happy to work. I'm, I'm very proud of, of the work you do and, and your passion is very motivating. Uh, the, the message is, is clear. It's, it's working together. It's caring about other people. Unfortunately, there's not enough of it in the world. It's very uplifting work. And, and I definitely know what you mean by God works in very mysterious ways. I mean, everything uh, happens for a reason, right? Yeah. Amen, man. Yeah, and there's, there's there's always something that we can do, and you know, you're out there in Glendora, and and uh, I, you know, that's where I was born and raised, grew up out there, and and up until three years ago, I thought there's no way that I could ever live in L.A. or live in the city, you know, and and now that I've been out here, it's been such an amazing thing, and uh, I'm right where God put me, got where God wants me, and there's so much you can do. Uh, I mean you know, we're so blessed to have our health and to have, you know, the things that we have. And, and I just encourage people, man, just get out there and, and uh, go look up your local mission. There's missions everywhere. Go look up your local church. What can you do to say, Hey, I'm healthy. I'm here. I have a mask. I have gloves. <laughs> I have sanitizer. <laughs> what can I do? Let, put me to work and, and let's get out there and just, and help these people. I know there's social distancing and I, and I, and I respect all that. And, um, you know, we can follow the guidelines that the mayor's put out there, but, um, but there's just, uh, there's so much that needs to be done. And, and, you know, people are, it's so easy to put a sign out in your front yard that says that we're going to get through this together. 
it's another thing to go out there and actually be a part of that doing it together you know you know jason they talk about how contagious the coronavirus is but you know what else is contagious it's negative actions and it's also positive actions you know how we respond to negative things and just helping other people and doing the right thing it's such a it's such a mindset you know of of having the right attitude when there's adversity and it sounds like you have the right mindset and you're just you're trying to create a a positive, uh, you know, atmosphere out there and make that contagious, you know, versus some of the bad things we're going through. So Jason, what, what can you tell people about how they can assist? Is there a website or some, uh, information you can provide to, to, uh, to, to those listening or do, does it have to be people in the Hollywood area? What can you tell people how they can uh, get involved? Yeah, you can go to our website, SFVR, our, our SFVRescueMission.org. Um, and get on there and there's all kinds of information on there. Um, uh, if you, how you can donate, if you want to donate monetarily, if you want to volunteer, uh, right now we're doing volunteer appreciation week. So, uh, we'd love to have volunteers out. Um, we have a family shelter, like I mentioned, um, where you can help prepare m- meals for our families. Um, uh, also down here in Hollywood, we have a church down the street that we're feeding, uh, the homeless community. Monday through Friday, twice a day. Um, so there's still opportunities out there. So yeah, go to the go to our website sfvrescuemission.org. Uh, um, yeah, love to have you. Okay, guys, you heard it right there. There's plenty of ways to help. Check it out. Jump on in. I, I think you know if we all just do a little bit more, one little act a day, we make the world a better place. And and Jason's you know he's he's leading the charge, and I think we can all follow his lead in some way or another. So definitely check out uh, that website and and that information he provided. Uh, Jason, is before we let you go, is there anything else uh, you'd like to mention or to talk about? Hey, you know it's not over for us in football. You know <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about getting back out there. Okay. So don't. Uh, don't close the books on it quite yet because I see a comeback coming. <laughs> the book's us. open, buddy. The book is open. Don't worry about hey, it. It's <laughs> open. There's still some pages to be written, right? A- Amen. And, and, I, and uh, I hope it's you and me, man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, I love what you're doing here, man. Like I said before, you're a natural. Man, I, I listened to a couple of episodes. Uh, you're a natural. I was like, who's this guy? I don't even recognize, I couldn't even recognize you. You're just like so cool and calm and like, look at you. Love it. <laughs> I try to take after you, man. Too cool, too cool for school, Jason Hyde. Uh, <laughs> so many good memories, so know, many man. things. I could talk for hours, Jason, but we'll, we'll wrap it up here. And I couldn't be happier for you and just uh, incredibly uh, proud of, of everything you've, you've achieved. Uh, let's talk soon. Uh, you know, it's hard to get together these days with the distance and everything, but let's uh, let's chat soon. Amen, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks again, Jason Hype. Great stories, great memories. You're doing great work in the Hollywood area with men's recovery and everything else going on out there. I appreciate everything you're doing. Very proud of you, my friend, and it was great to talk with you. And yes, we are not closing the door or the book for any football officiating we we may be on a field again soon someday and uh, I hope that I hope that happens and very much look forward to that also looking forward tomorrow to Christopher Gonzalez he will be on the program former minor league umpire we started in the minor leagues together 
worked together in 2012. He continued on into AAA, and now he works college baseball. He lives in the San Jose area. That should be a fun conversation, so please join us tomorrow for that episode. As always, you can listen to all of the Get Home Safe podcast episodes on the Anchor app or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can go back. We always have them available to you. We try to post a new episode every morning, Monday through Friday, but that you feel free to go back and look at any ones you'd like to. We are adding on new guests to next week. Already have some uh, set aside and some recordings done. I promise you a wide range of guests and already looking forward to setting up those recordings and, and episodes to get them out. It's it's just so fun. I say it every episode, but it's just so fun to talk with people from the past, see what they're up to. And, you know, as we move into the month of May here, things are starting to heat up. The weather's changing. It's getting warmer. We had to run the AC a few times here at the house already. Our neighbors are having uh, pool parties, it seems like, with the, their family. And, you know, uh, things are changing, and I hope for the better. Hopefully moving forward, we can, uh, you know, see some more positive vibes, uh, some more progress, and hope to get back to normal, whatever that may be. But Christopher Gonzalez will be here tomorrow to take us around third and get us home safe for the weekend. Looking very much forward to that, as I know some of his uh, family members and such are. That'll wrap up another episode of the Get Home Safe podcast. Thanks again, Jason Hike, and to all the other guests who've sat down with us this uh, week. And we look forward to Chris tomorrow and more guests the next week. So, guys, whatever you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around at third base, get home safe. <laughs>